From the Tail End offices in Tempe, Arizona, today is July 1st, and this is your weekly Digital Minute. Before we start, for all of our listeners listening to us on their Amazon Alexa device, please be sure to download our new Tailwind Digital Minute skill to keep up to date and on board with our weekly flash briefing. Now, to get the brief started, I'm Brie Larkin. And I'm David Erickson. And here are some of the big stories of the last week. Last Wednesday, Instagram announced that they will soon slowly and thoughtfully be rolling out the capability to promote ads on the Explore tab of their app. Considering the massive size of Instagram's user base and the impressive highlight percentages they call out, one could see this as a natural, potentially even late, next step for Instagram. When you consider that 80% of users on the app follow a brand or company and over half of the users interact monthly with the Explore tab, there is a perfect opportunity for the platform to open up this new real estate for marketers. To borrow words from Instagram's announcement post, this is an opportunity to be part of what's culturally relevant and trending while reaching new audiences who are looking to discover something new. Any digital marketer looking to remain relevant and highly influential should be aligned with this platform over the next few months as the feature is rolled out. Once the feature is up and running, there will be a simple opt-in button to format your ad properly to reach new and exploring audiences. You'll be able to create and promote these new ads using the Facebook Business Manager like many other features Facebook provides for marketers. As our listeners may remember, just last month, Instagram made it possible for agencies and promoters to utilize organic posts made by influencers as ads. In influencer marketing's climb to the top, this comes as yet another welcome boost where you can target demographics that may appeal to similar content and grow both the brand and the influencers simultaneously. Continuing on the trend of enhancing social advertising, Twitter announced last week through their earnings report that they've seen an 18% increase in ad revenue year-over-year, amongst other positive trending developments, indicating that marketing through their platform is growing fast. Amongst those other positive trends I alluded to are a 23% increase in overall ad engagement across the app, as well as a 4% decrease in total cost per engagement for marketers. A big reason for this can be found in the introduction of the new Twitter metric, Monetized Daily Active Users, or MDAU, which accounts for active users that can be reached and profited from on an active basis and helps relieve spend going to non-active users. Twitter launched this only recently and is already accounting for 134 million users of this category across the world. Twitter's focus on removing spam, bots, and other undesirable dampeners has opened a new realm of possibilities for marketers to position themselves across any and every social platform. And as a result, we're seeing advertisers obtain high returns on ad spend and the number of entrants is growing exponentially every quarter. When you account for the improvements in site health, the development of best practices, and the growth of monetizable users, it almost becomes a no-brainer to push some of the budget to promoting your brand's tweeting. Malvertising, as some advertisers are beginning to call it, is a quickly growing practice where malware is hidden within ads that are difficult to navigate away from that has existed for well over a decade now. Unfortunately, it's only becoming increasingly more common and significantly more problematic as digital marketing grows and older site structures become easier to manipulate. To go into a little more detail on what makes this such a difficult issue to confront is Talon's business intelligence analyst, Andrew Karlovsky. The issue there is there's a lot of different failure points. You have the websites that some of which are very old that are not equipped to root out bad ads on their own. Even big companies like the New York Times struggle with with this. Um, You have the DSPs and and auction platforms where you have all these different technologies coming together in this dispersed format to try to get in the same spot for an auction. And then you have the actual ad vendors themselves. So that whole host of people, there's a lot of different failure points and it leaves a lot of room for a cat and mouse game where people are trying to game it. 
It'll be interesting to see if the marketing community is able to effectively combat this issue as the malware further develops. Well, that about covers it for this week's edition of the Digital Minute. To learn more about some of the topics we've covered today, join us over at findyourtailwind.com blog for a full transcription of the Digital Minute, as well as links to further resources and information. Until next week, I'm Brie Larkin. And I'm David Erickson. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.